Ooh, Michael, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Let's uh, go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go to Philadelphia again. Yeah. Hey, listen up, listening. Yeah. There's been some other uh, podcasts that we've been part of. Collaborations, if you will. And we will. And we did. <laughs> we did. Nailed it. So, uh, Michael and I were going to take part of the Philadelphia Podcast Festival over the summer. Mm-hmm. We happen to be running a tad late. I can't imagine why. Michael, my peeper was full. I know. It was full all the time. So, we And you kept filling it back up. <laughs> yeah, road beverages, Michael. So good. So... The promoters called us up and said, Jack Billings. And I was like, yeah, that's me. And they were like, where are you guys? You should have been here last night. Well, yeah, we should have. I I explained to him I was not the one driving. But you were the reason we kept stopping. Well, Michael, what happened? Let's just cut this short, okay? People are getting bored. Yeah, people are getting bored. Of hearing you talk. It's not what they're used to in this podcast. That, yep, your word's not mine. So, uh, what happened was, I said, listen, bud, I'm gonna solve your problem. No problemos here. (laughs) Not on my watch. So I gave him a hand. I mean, Michael, it's what I'm known for. Yes, you're known for giving people hands. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So many. So, so, fans of the podcast, Ron and Brian. Uh-huh. They have their own podcast. They do, as as luck will have it. Well, you know what they say, Michael? When a lucky star passes overhead and you're running a tad late, you can just reach on out and give someone an opportunity of a lifetime. Yes. So we gave Ron and Brian our slot at the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. We happened to get there um, in time to watch them. Thank you so much, Jack. That trip that's supposed to take 10 hours took us like 23 hours. Well, I think what you're getting at, Michael, is our crowd loved them. They sure did. There was a line out the friggin' door. Yep, you're welcome, guys. Yeah, they weren't super thrilled that they didn't get to see us, but... Yeah, what you gonna do, you know? Tomato, tomato! But they got to see Ron and Brian instead. And we got to take part a little bit, a little back and forth among, well... (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't consider them our peers, Michael, but... uh, Not even close. Among other people. International fan base, enjoy. We'll do it live. Fucking thing. We'll do it live. Fuck. Hello, 
everybody, and welcome to this special live edition of the Ron and Brian Podcast at the Philly Podcast Festival. I am Ron, as always, joined by the man that Nick Foles refers to as Big Dick, Brian. Brian, we started at the bottom. Now we're here. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing splendid. I mean, we are literally where society is staring at at this moment. You know, people, we're, I don't know whether, you know, the listeners right now are wondering the heat wave, how is it affecting the world? More importantly, how is it affecting Ron and Brian? And I'll tell you something, it's not affecting us one bit. When we woke up this morning um, in a deep longing embrace, um, I looked into Ron's eyes, he looked into mine, and we said, fuck it, let's do this. Let's do this podcast festival. We're going to own it. We're going to make it ours. And we're here now. And apologies to the people. Uh, you know, the fire marshal has certain headcounts he allows in here. Uh, so it is standing room only outside. Lines going down South Street longer than Jim Stakes today. Ridiculous. You know, they, they said to us, you know, is there any way that we can let more people into this room? Because, you know, I feel bad. I generally feel bad. You know, it's, it's 100 degrees outside. People left their houses. You know, they could have stayed in the air conditioning. No, they're waiting outside on the chance that somebody leaves this room and that space can be taken by somebody on the waiting list. We'll see if it happens. Exactly. Uh, show of hands, how many people out there are fans of the Ron and Brian podcast? Oh, just about everybody. Just about everybody in the room. Love Fantastic. It. But for the Thank few you. of you uh, that you so may much. not be familiar with the cast as we call it in the biz. Uh, Brian and I actually have a history that goes back to 1992. We started a talk show on our college radio station back then, um, where it kicked off the air for reasons we'd prefer not to discuss. And much like life will do, kicks you in the nuts. We lost track of each other for years and years. Had a reunion at our college radio station last year, March 2018, was it? That sounds just about right. Did a, a radio show then, it was what, five hours we were on the air? It felt like three. But just uh, clicked right again. And as we sat there, we thought there were two things that are missing in the world today. Uh, one being an additional podcast. And not enough. Two, there's, not a, there's, there's not enough of them. There aren't enough venues for middle-aged white men to really say what they're thinking. How do I get my voice to be heard in this world today? Exactly. I mean, we've, really, we've been marginalized. Right. So we said, let's start this podcast. This is episode 64. So if you're not a listener, you've got a little bit of catching up to do. Uh, if you are a listener, we appreciate you. And we appreciate everybody coming out today. We do like to start all of our podcasts with a drink of the week. Uh, normally, we, uh, we do a poll on Facebook. But uh, we decided to do a live one here today. And it wouldn't be complete without the drink of the week theme, do you think? Let's do it. Drink of the week. <laughs> If you don't bother your head with the song, you just don't like fun. Drink of the week. Slancher. Who's? Drink of the week. Drink of the week. Brian, what are our two choices here today uh, for drink of the week? I'm going to say this. We've got two choices here that literally are the creme de la creme of the cocktail list here at Tattooed Moms on South Street in Philadelphia. We are looking at the pickle teeny, which many people sit there and say, what is a pickle teeny? Is it a martini that they've shoved a pickle in? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I think they put a little pickle juice in, which, and I'm not trying to sway the audience here, because I know the audience right now, I see some people sweating right now, wondering what are they going to vote for? I don't want to sway anyone. Ron hates pickles. 
That is true. We have mentioned that many times on the show. There's too right. many pickle items in the world today. And I'm, uh, but don't belabor that point. I don't want you to sway the fans at all. And I'm not going to say that your fear of pickles has something to do with that camping trip you did when you were a Boy Scout. We're not going to discuss that today. Unrelated. So. All right. Next, we have the Cosmo Cotton Candy, which I'm not even sure. I, obviously, there's vodka. There's, there's some cranberry juice in this uh, nice frozen shaker. But really, the kicker here is that we're staring at a martini glass, which has been filled with genuine cotton candy. Yes, and I've seen this before. You pour the drink in, the cotton candy dissolves, and you're just got a, you've got a very sweet drink. So we're going sweet versus sour today. So you're saying the cotton dissolves just like the pickle dissolved on that camping trip when you were a Boy Scout. Again, I was hoping we wouldn't bring that up today. I'm sorry. You didn't put it on your list of no-nos. Ah, damn it. I asked you before, what are the things we don't want to talk about? All right, so just uh, you can just shout out, make some noise. Uh, who here is voting for the Cotton Candy Cosmo for us to drink? Oh, all right. All right, all right, all right. Who here wants us to drink the Pickle Teeny? So I think Ron. it's pretty clear that the Cosmo takes it. I think I, that's not what I heard. Damn it. I did not hear that. I heard a Pickle Teeny is the winner. I mean, while I appreciate all you coming out, uh, you're all sons of bitches. Um, you mostly, Brian, but that's okay. But I was that way before. Yes. Well, All right. So we're so going with the Picotini. And since uh, oh, you're leaking already, since I'm the one who hates it, I will take the first sip and we'll right. see how this now, goes here. Now, we're, well, we're all, for those that are here in attendance, we're all going to be watching the cringe on Ron's face as the pickle juice reaches the center part of his tongue, which is actually for those that are, you know, aware of biology, that is where the sensors are for the acidic uh flavors ron feel free go take right, your sip this is going to be fun take it down a little more a little more that doesn't count as a sip that was a baby sip oh my that lord was, it's all right i'll do it one more time just because i watched, love you i've watched my nine-year-old nephew take bigger sips of a martini Ooh, i oh. shouldn't have said that oh much. it's just about oh, as bad so as i good. expected oh that's so good. oh now now you try it you son of a bitch and you tell me how you like it that's it you take it you loved it you loved it you loved it. That is, that is tasty. That is tasty. You know what that reminds me of? What's that? When I was about seven years old, I was a member of the Boy Scouts, and I went on a camp. Oh, no, no, that was you. No. Sorry. <laughs> you know, we are, we, are, we are one mind in so many different ways that your traumatic memories have become my cherished ones. I understand. Well, since we're not drinking these uh, cotton candy Cosmos, who in the room would like a cotton Anybody candy want a Cosmo? Cosmo? I think we got a couple ladies over here, so feel free to come on up, grab ladies, yourself the, the Cosmo. Help yourself. Uh, you know, it's, uh, and, maybe, and maybe that's why they voted that way, is they secretly wanted these drinks for themselves. But it's that's quite all right. possible. Here we go. Let's watch. You can't see this at home, but the, oh, uh, the cotton candy is the cotton disappearing. Candy just dissolved. I can smell the sweetness of the, of the sugar mixing with the, with the cranberry. It's, it's got to, this has to probably be the best drink that they have. I would think so. They've got a, and we are I'm at, jealous. Uh, I don't know about you. We are at one of our sponsors here for the PodFest, Tattooed Mom. So let's uh, make sure to give them a shout out. The Cotton Candy Cosmo is one of the fabulous cocktails on their menu. Uh, let's mention some of our other sponsors that made it possible here today. We have Indie Hall and their podcast, Junto. And I know we've got some other podcasts over at Indie Hall today, none of which are as good as the lineup here and at I would Tattooed like to Moms, but still. I would like to point out, we were offered Indie Hall. It was we, thrown out there. They said, listen, you've got your pick of places. Do you want Tattooed Moms? Do you want Indie Hall? We, we Stop. Stop right there. 
we do not want anything other than tattooed moms. And the 1230 slot. That's all we Listen, were doing. Everyone else is going to literally be taking the crumbles off the plate. That's we right. are getting first shot. I mean, we are think setting about the it. table. We have packed this room. <laughs> the audience is here. After this, I imagine the room will clear out. Probably. But don't do it. I want you to stay for the other lovely podcasts that they have left today. All right. We've got the National Liberty Museum. There's going to be some podcasts over there as well. World Cafe Live. They had some shows already this week. I know uh, Yo Is It Racist, uh, Risk, and I believe Muller, she wrote, was there. Um, New Media Touring, Fireball Printing, um, the fabulous people at the Everything is Awesome podcast. That they are, are providing fabulous. The, uh, the they audio are here fabulous today. people. Let's not forget them. OB Media, your source for podcasting services. Philly Banner Express, Tea House Screen Printing, Bridge Set Sound. And of course, this wouldn't be possible at all without the great folks at the Philadelphia Podcasting Society. So thanks to all of our sponsors. Make sure you support them in any way possible. Brian, uh, this is actually our... Uh, you're shaking your head at the, that, uh, at the that, Picoltini now. That Picoltini is just nasty. <laughs> it is a nasty... Na- I, and the thing is, well, the thing that I find about pickles, it's it's good in small doses. Yes. And this literally is just a blast of pickle juice. It's a large dose. I'm Ooh. sorry. What do we got? So you, uh, this is our hard-to-believe first podcast festival that we're participating in we are very uh, particular as to who we will participate with brian uh can you maybe tell the folks about some of the festivals that we have passed on uh in the past before doing philadelphia all right well we were uh we were contacted by the nice people of the new york city pod fest yep and if i remember correctly uh you know we uh we went pretty deep in in the negotiations i was handling that as uh, being I tend, the New Yorker, I, I, in the tend, room. I tend to handle those kind of things on in terms of the podcast. When I introduced the idea to you, your first reaction was, "Ron does not go to Jaime Town." Old That's habits a, die hard, which is a term no longer considered acceptable. No, but right, you know, I got to brush up on my political correctness. Then, at the same time, I appreciated your loyalty to Jesse Jackson. I mean, he's he's my reverend. So no, no to Jaime Town. Then, right. then you brought up uh, the Vienna podcast festival i mean why not go international love the idea of going to europe my problem i did not want to take a city that embraced the nazis so quickly you know they put up even vienna caved faster even than with the, the marzipan they have there it's fantastic they went right to it we wouldn't do it last but not least is the people in orlando now those people they threw in a lot of bells and whistles they did. free airfare we were going to be the headliners and what was it that you said you said no. You yeah. know why? Because you felt that they did not support the tragedy at the Pulse nightclub enough. You it was, said it no. Was, it was a little hollow. The world cared. Orlando turned their back. So you said no to Orlando. But what did we do? We said yes. The Philadelphia Podcast Festival, July 17th through the 28th. That's right. It's not just this weekend. It'll be next weekend as well. Go to phillypodfest.com for a full schedule of podcasts. A lot of great shows uh, today, tomorrow, and next weekend. Um, another bit we do each week is our Beef of the Week. Should we, uh, should we air our beefs? Beef of the Week. Ron and Brian's Beef of the Week. Hands down, the best bumper you will hear in the entire podcast festival. Do not argue with me on this. I will take you out in the fucking street and fight you over it. Also, I would like to 
uh, note that is copyrighted. So is. the other yeah. podcasts that are, you know, I know they're, they're, you know, they've kind of infiltrated the crowd. If they're looking to create a beef of the week part on their pod, we're happy to share the concept. But the well, I mean, actual, we'll license it. We'll license it out if you want to pay us. I have no problem with licensing. Yeah, we're, we're, we're well... Uh, I will whore myself out whenever possible. To the highest bidder. Absolutely. All right, Brian, what's uh, what's your beef today? My beef right now? Um, I would say, you know, it's I had a pretty good week, so it was really hard coming up with one. Really? Unfortunately, I had uh, I met the fine people of Amtrak the on train my way state, down. The train yeah, company. It was just, it was... Get to, get to Penn Station in New York City. I've got my ticket. I've... Uh, I've already, on my way to the Amtrak area, purchased a tall boy of Yingling Lager, four seventy-five. dollars The bargain. You, I, for New York City, a, a beer for four dollars You can't even get a 16-ounce beer. This is a fucking tall boy. And so I, I, uh, I had one. Then I had a second one. And uh, that's when uh, my train got listed up on the board, delayed. Sons of bitches. Delayed. Bastards. Other trains are popping in and out. Delayed. 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 Finally, what do I do? I do anything that a normal human being would do. Jumped on Twitter. That's what we do in 2019. That's right. Jump on Twitter. I go to the Amtrak uh, Twitter account, and what do they say? Your train is delayed. No, uh, nothing. No information. No reason why. No time estimate. This was just literally offensive to me. In so what this did you day do? And age. So what did you do to get back at the man? Am I a baller or am I not a baller? I mean, it's been said. Upgraded to the Acela, paid the extra hundred bucks, got down here on time. Nice. The true, the true joy, and this is where you guys will realize that I'm probably a piece of garbage at my core, was while I'm taking the Acela, uh, sitting there, I'm getting notifications on my phone of other people that are waiting for train 198 to come through. And they're sitting there aggravated, waiting at Penn Station. There I am, drinking a beer on the Acela. So did it turn into a blessing in disguise? Perhaps. Okay. So you fought back against the company by giving them additional money, just to clarify. Isn't, isn't this what we do in today's day? It is. You, get, you throw cash around, cash talks. Follow Make it money, rain. I made it say. rain. What's your beef, Ron? I know that you, you're a person who has accepted many of the faults that life has offered. True. You've embraced the uh, difficulties. Roll with the punches. The as challenges. They say. Yes. But that doesn't mean you do not have a beef. On occasion, I do. So, what is yours? Uh, I will say today's beef is uh, small dogs that wake you up early on the day that you have to do a podcast festival. Interesting. Do, so, you, do you have a small dog? Well, as uh, those of you that listen and know me know, we are Pet Rescue Central in yes. my household. Yes. You've. We uh, we have a uh, a little Pekingese. She could be ten, could be fifteen, could be eighty. We're not one hundred percent sure, but she's Unsure. a rescue. Could be anything. And so when she is distraught, uh, she makes uh, I'm going to say an ungodly noise. Would that be a fair statement? You you've been there while she's done it. Oh, um, oh I was I was awoken this very morning. It, it, so this is uh, it, this this pales in comparison to her little freak out this morning. But you can so. Picture that at roughly 6.20 a.m. in the morning, while during the day could be cute. And is it time cute when she, you know, howls, you know, back and howls and all that? Of course. But at 6.20, after you've been up late working for a, a, a material for a podcast festival, mm-hmm. 
Not so much. And it goes for about as long as what you're hearing right here. What do you have to do to make that stop? And when I mean that, I'm not talking about the dog. I'm talking about the actual sound effect that you are playing. How do you make that tape stop? I'm going to uh, play this repeatedly, and I'm going to make people pay uh, to make the noise stop since I have to live with it. Ladies and gentlemen in the audience, (laughs) please step forward with your wallets. Um, So uh, does anybody out in the audience have a beef that they'd like to share? Anybody, Anybody at all? There's got to be. There's got to be somebody in this audience with a beef. Ron, why don't you go into the audience, put the mic down, step off the podium. I know you feel comfortable behind your dais. Go out into the crowd. Let's right, see. Sir, Is there anybody uh, with a beef? Sir, you look like you have a beef. What's your name, sir? This is Jack Billings. Jack. And where are you from, Jack? I'm from Reading, Ohio. So you drove all the way out from Ohio to the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. Sure did, bud. Welcome, right, well, Jack. Well, we appreciate it. What's your beef of the week this week, my friend? Oh, it's hard to pick. Um, Ron, because one thing happened to me directly, Ooh. and the other impacted my entire neighborhood. Ooh. Let's go with whatever impacted you directly. Okay. <laughs> well, I was in Walmart okay. at the urinal. Mmm. Oh, <laughs> doing my thing, and uh, yeah. Tell me more. Tell me more. And, well, that, okay. I'm I'm trying to get there. Were you Ryan. standing or sitting? Uh, I was standing at the urinal this time, mm. and there was a little boy next to me in the next, uh, you know, divider area. Easy now. FBI's listening. I know. Listen, you wouldn't believe what happened. Go ahead, throw a guess out there. I'm guessing that you looked at the little boy. No, no, sir. Are you sure? No, I looked down at my foot because he was urinating on my shoe. How'd that make you feel? Violated. What did you say? What could I say, Brian? I looked over and his dad was doubled over laughing at me. Mm. He pointed. I would like to just say that usually you have to pay extra to have your foot urinated on. Usually it's, I don't know what the rates are in Philadelphia um, or Ohio. I'm not sure whether this was in Ohio or here. Um, usually you have to pay about 50 bucks to get urinated on. Uh, that's, that's the going rate that I've experienced. Uh, what did you pay the kid? Well, I was not thrilled about the situation. I would imagine not. You didn't ask for it. No, I was off put. Uh, I, I slid over to the sink mm. and uh, put my, my uh, foot area into the sink and sounds very limber of you yeah well i took some parkour classes so um you know i'm pretty good at that now after uh, after i healed my back it was all cheesed up your back why was was your back cheesed up i'm afraid to ask parkour Mm, well of course Come on, Ron. You should know that by now. My, my apologies. I mean, you went through a parkour phase, right? I mean, I took a class. It was the best 15 minutes of my year. All right. Then I cheesed up my back. Define cheese. It really hurt. Okay. All right. Because I've cheesed up the the area between my ball sack and my thighs. Oh, <laughs> whoa. That happened to me once. Uh, actually, when I say once, I mean this morning when I was getting ready for the shower, there was just a, a buildup of what Gross. I imagine is dead skin mixed with sweat. I refer to it as cheese. Perhaps perhaps you need to invest in a boudet. Mm, I don't know what that is. All right. Well, I see a lot of nodding heads. I see a lot of people empathizing with you. If uh, people want to hear uh, more of your thoughts, is there a way they can do that? 
As a matter of fact, friend, there is. And what is that? That would be on Jack Billings Presents. That's me. <laughs> me and my neighbor Michael. A podcast. Now, who's Michael? About neighborhood going on. Does Michael <laughs> speak? Michael, thank Hi. you for joining us. Yeah, um, yeah. I get my. I, I actually have a beef as well. Oh please, I, I have a beef with Jack here. Um, he made me leave yesterday, very late at night, to drive all the way out here. It took us about seventeen hours. It should take about ten, but we had to stop every twenty minutes for him to go to the bathroom. Do you think that was because he was looking for young boys that might pee on his feet? I sure hope not. Worse things have happened in this world. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. Do you think it's more of a prostate issue or a small bladder issue? Uh, My peeper was full, Michael. Yeah, I think it's more of a small bladder thing. He's, uh, he's not as old as he looks. Have you ever tried just pushing in on his lower abdomen area and see what happens? No, I... He made us take my car, even though... Ooh, then you definitely want yeah, to let no, him I out of the car. Yeah, no, I didn't want him to pee on my car. All right. Well, thank you. All Anybody right, else Jack have a beef? Billings presents me and my neighbor, Michael. Anybody else in the audience have a beef today? Fair enough. We'll move right. along, Brian. Let's move along. Uh, TikTok, TikTok time goes on. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we got a list of topics that we wanted to cover today. Brian, is there anything in particular you wanted to start off with? Um, no, I'm going to let you decide this one right now. All right. Well, let's start I do, off. I would before the hour is up, I do want to introduce a new bit to our podcast. <laughs> Which is? Listener questions. Oh, all right. We can definitely get that going. Well, let's go to, to Jersey, which, as we all know, uh, might be one of the worst states in the country. Um, just yes. a little bit better than Alabama. A touch, a smidge, but pretty close. I would define Jersey as Alabama with abortion. Fair enough. I mean, I think other people have said that, too. So uh, there has been a Presbyterian minister in New Jersey who's accused of sexually assaulting several parishioners under the guise of exercising evil spirits. Uh, three men have come forward so far, uh, telling them that Reverend Dr. William Weaver had to suck the demons out of them through their semen. I believe that's part of the Old Testament. I don't believe that that practice is specialized in the New Testament, but is did they to go into any detail about I mean, he, what the uh, sucking involves? He, he, he quotes a verse from uh, Ephesians telling Christians to Old quote... Old Testament called it. Put on called the, it. Put on the full armor of God. Mm. Put on the full armor of God. How does that translate to, uh, I, please let me put your penis in my mouth? So apparently the reverend doctor would order each of them to strip naked and lie down, and then he would place an angel coin on their foreheads and have them balance stones on their hands and ankles. That seems very sounds involved. a little weird. Where, where do we go from there? I mean, I went to a massage parlor the other week. They did the same thing. You paid an extra 75 bucks, right? Minus, minus the oral sex, which, uh, which the Reverend would then uh, perform. So um, he is being investigated right now. Brian, what's your take on the Catholic Church? I would have to say that this is... I guess is, Presbyterian. It's all the same to me at this point. I mean, you're just talking about... There's, I mean, there's a plethora of examples of uh, uh, religious leaders who are uh, using their uh, positions of quote-unquote power to uh, exert sexual control over people. All right. You know, it basically is why I got into the podcast game in the first place. Sat there and said, hey, how can I exert sexual control on people? You said, let's, let's start our own cult. I said, no, we're two white males and we have our, we, our voice needs to be heard. Let's start a podcast. 
I need to exert some, some control on people. So the pastor was supposed to go in front of a church trial back in January, but instead he renounced the presbytery and, uh, and retired and is now in a gated retirement community in Lakewood, about an hour away from Linden. So instead of a criminal court, this guy just went, this guy went to court for the church? I, well, he, at that point, I feel now that there's some criminal complaints filed against him. He may actually have to he never end touched, up in a court of law. He never touched me, but I'd like to file a criminal complaint against him. <laughs> that I mean, at the very he least. Touch you? The very least. All right. Uh, going down to Virginia, we've got a Virginia dad who fired 39 warning shots and brawled with a naked woman who called herself the devil after she allegedly broke into the family home on their first night living there. So, Brian, two questions for you right away. Uh, number one, how many warning shots is too many? Frankly, I would say once you hit four. Okay. After four, now you are just shooting for the sake of shooting. I was going to say, would you, re- would you say 39 warning shots is, is an act of compassion or just someone who's really probably getting their rocks off by firing their gun? Depends, and I'll tell you why. Okay, please. Have you ever done meth that was... Um, manufactured using wasp spray. I have not, but I hear that's a thing these days. So what I'm going to say is that when you're high on meth and you're just cranked out of your fucking mind and there's some uh, uh, wasp spray that's going through your your brain, I'm going to say 39 shots goes really fast. All right. So you may think you have fired two warning shots. No, 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 no. You're up to 39. 39 have been sprayed across your new home. All right. Now, the question is, why did this woman break into their home? Well, I'm like, not quite I sure you're, you're, missing- you're, you're, you're trying to skip back the second question I have for you here. So if a naked woman breaks into your house calling herself the devil, at what point do you propose marriage to her? First off, I'm getting my wallet. That's the first thing we <laughs> okay. do. We're going to start negotiating All right. because I'm going to tell you something. When she walks in naked, my offer is a lot lower. Okay. Normally, normally I pay 100 bucks. But if she's already walking, I've already gotten $25 of value when she walks in naked. So now we're talking 75. I'd offer her 50. See okay. where we can go. You know, uh, my people do like to negotiate when it comes to monetary matters. So I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't mind going above 50, but that's my starting point. All right. Well, the, the 39 warning shots that didn't deter, uh, a brawl broke out between the woman and the family, including the 12-year-old son, uh, who ended the fight by shoving a wrench into her neck. So it was the 12-year-old son that ended the, ended the brawl. Yes, and as the father said, quote, she had the strength of four grown men. I wonder if she was doing meth. I wonder how many 12-year-old boys she had the strength of. How does that equate? I would love to find out. <laughs> so uh, as Usually always, you pay extra for that. Yeah. So if you've shot up your house, what do you do to repair the, uh, the damage? You start a GoFundMe account. No. Oh, yeah. Not exactly sure how much they're up to, but yeah, that just makes sense. Because I guess insurance at, at some point, much to your point, maybe you know you call your insurance company and you're like, I had some damage, an intruder uh, broke in, I fired four warning shots. They're probably like, all right, we'll cover that. We'll take care of those repairs for you. When they ask, well, how many shots did you fire? You say 39. They're like, uh, we're probably going to have to pass on, on paying you out for that because that seems a bit, a bit high. I'm going to say it's, you're going to have a bitch of a time getting an insurance renewal at the end of the year. 
Uh, you touched upon our next story. Um, apparently, Did I? yeah, and down mm. in West Virginia, uh, police say that people are now turning to wasp spray to give them a meth-like high. As we all know, West Virginia is the capital of meth labs in the United States, but apparently that isn't enough. Um, they sell about 30 cans of the wasp spray in stores in uh, Boone County, in particular. That seems to be the biggest one. And apparently, this may uh, seem shocking to you. It is very dangerous for humans to ingest wasp spray now is this a pesticide uh, i mean i guess or like it's a it, pest and like what is wasp spray supposed to do does it attract wasps i would is think you'd want the wasps? why would is you want wasps to come near you well sometimes you have to pay extra for those kind of services <laughs> is what i'm getting at i'm just trying to understand why you would want a wasp in your general vicinity i will tell you why okay how many times have people decided acupuncture is the way to go <laughs> I mean, it is a big industry in the United States. You show up to a strip mall, you pay your 50 to $75. I seem to really like the 50 to $75 that range. That seems to be your price range. That's I'm your cheap. wheelhouse. So anything, right there. if you're going to quote me 200 bucks, I'm walking. Anyway, but you do acupuncture. You pay people to stick needles in your arm. Correct. So you find some, uh, you find some spray that will attract wasps. Spray that all over your chest, face, back, especially if it's been cheesed. <laughs> yes. And next thing you know, you've got the wasps stinging you, free acupuncture. I guess that's one way to look at it. Also, uh, two ways to look at it. <laughs> all right. Well, why don't we, uh, you, you, you've excited me with this bit that you've teased right. with listener questions. So regular so listeners. Uh, we did ask uh, some of our regular listeners to hit us up on the website, ronandbrianpodcast.com, and send us any questions you may have. Um, so, Brian, who, uh, who reached out to us with some questions prior to this festival? We received a lot of questions. I don't know if, you, if, if you've been looking at the, uh, the, the feed from the website. We received a lot of questions. As I, you know, I don't, I, went like to, I don't like to work that hard. I like, Understood. To take, uh, I like to take naps during the day, so I kind of let you handle all that. All right. Uh, we're, so what I did was I sifted through them, and I found some good ones. All right. Talk to me. All right. First one is from Scott K., Saratoga Springs, New York. Scott Lovely R Saratoga Springs. This one's directed at you, Ron. Okay. All right. So um, I'm just going to read, and I guess you'll answer. All right. First question. Ron, long-time listener, first-time caller. You seem to have your life together so much. You're married to a feminine woman, job at a reputable national company. You have a strong podcast with a great partner. My life, however, is in shambles. I married the first woman who had sex with me. I work for an awful company, and I do not have a podcast. My question is, will you let me suck your dick? That is a... <laughs> That is a very random question to get from a listener. Well, Scott, apparently there's a Scott in Saratoga Springs who wants to fillet you in hopes that somehow your success passes to him through your seed. I mean, first off, you know, as you mentioned, I do have a very feminine wife. So uh, I am married and uh, yeah, I'm just I'm not into uh, not into the guys filleting me. So unfortunately, Scott K, um, you're out of luck. I'm sorry. I I was hoping you'd be a little bit more open-minded. It is 2019. It's it's a day and age where maybe homophobia is not so accepted, <laughs> and I'm surprised that you jumped that route so quickly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I let you down. All right. Well, let's see if you let down our next listener. All another right. because this is another question for you. Really surprising. Right? I was hoping there would be some for me, but apparently not. Sorry this one to goes, hear that. This one is from Matthew B. 
Matt writes, Ron, you seem to be a very compassionate human being and I, I hope you can ease my emotional burden. I made a terrible mistake over 20 years ago. I snitched on two people who I really respected and I got them in trouble. It's bothered me to this tie and I do not want to feel this guilt anymore. How do you apologize for something you've done after so many years? Um, I don't know that you can. You know, uh, relating to our own personal experience uh, with someone uh, that snitched on us, that, that caused us uh, to, to lose our radio show mm. so many years ago. I mean, granted, we deserved it. 100% deserved it. We were, oh, complete, we were, we were, oh, we were horrible, in horrible individuals. Um, just if we told you, you'd, you'd look down on us. Uh, but regardless, uh, snitches get stitches. I that's, live by that credo every single day of my life. And that's what, got, what has gotten you so far in life. Yes. All right, let's move on. We have another one. This one is from Jeffrey E. Is this one for you? No, this one's for you. God damn, I'm working hard today. All right. All right, this is from Jeffrey E. who lists two cities where he's from, New York City and West Palm Beach. Interesting. Jeffrey E. writes, Ron, I've been a listener of the podcast since the first episode, and it sounds like you seem at peace with your sexual preferences. I like them young. Why is that so bad? Um, I mean, despite, uh, you know, I mean, apart from the laws in this country, why is that bad? Well, Jeffrey E. likes them young, apparently. And wants to know why why society feels that that's a, a wrong thing. I mean, there are certain states you can go to with a, with a pretty low age of consent. West Virginia being one, so you can apparently uh, I, I believe hook up with a fourteen year old after you uh, you smoke your meth made out of wasp spray. Gotta love uh, the Mason Dixon But New York line. and Florida, I think you're looking at sixteen or seventeen. Um, some people, you know, they they satiate those kind of urges by letting mm -hmm. um, young boys pee on them in Walmart bathrooms. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it just kind of, it leaves a worse taste in my mouth than the Pickletini does. All right. Okay. I've got, oh, here, ooh, we have a Latin fan. Really? Jesus. Jesus C. from Bethlehem. I imagine that's uh, Pennsylvania. Yes, yes. So Jesus uh, C. Steel from City. Bethlehem. He writes, son of a bitch, another one for you. God. I am the most popular. My name, that's Apparently, why my name is first That is why you are first. You are the one that brings attention to the podcast. I'm here just to support you. Here we go. Ron, you are a proponent of charitable efforts. You donate your time to Alex's lemonade stand. You attend silent auctions and endanger your ability to pay your mortgage so that you can support good causes. <laughs> you foster animals when society cannot find good homes for them. You even accept Brian as a podcast partner. Ooh, that one hurt. What? Okay, Jesus. Well, Jesus finally uh, ends his question with, my question to you is, how can we get more people to do God's work? I mean, I don't know that I do it necessarily for, for God, but uh, just be good to each other. We, we talk quite often on this podcast about how horrible uh, everyone is in the world right now. Let's make it a better place. Let's make it a better place. Uh, you, you certainly know, are doing your part. You can start with the man in the mirror, Brian, mm. every single day. We're not going to song yet. That'll be a little bit later. Um, last one is from Brian, Queens, New York. Oh, really? I feel like I know this man. <laughs> this one says, Ron, fuck, he even writes this one specifically to you. Really? Even Brian can't get an email from Brian. Son of a bitch. Ron, you put up with my shit. I love you. Will you marry me? <laughs> Normally I would say yes, but uh, unfortunately I am already tied down. But you are, you are my hetero life mate. We all know that. All right. And the perfect foil for the Ron and Brian podcast. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. You. Very nice. Listener questions. Fantastic. Listen, we have a space on the website 
contact us, fill out your questions. We've got emails, Ron and Brian podcast at gmail.com. If you've got questions, you would like to ask me a question? I mean, are there any questions from the room? We, uh, you have two men here that have made some horrible life choices um, over our 40-plus years on this planet. I'm any, right now uh, drinking a watered pickletini. He is. A- this any, is all water at this Anyone point. having any challenges in their life, anything they need advice on, anyone needing any assistance whatsoever? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Otherwise, There's so we'll, many people we'll in this room. On. It's packed. Oh, wait. Mr. We got a wait. question. I think uh, I think Jack may have another question here. Hold on. Let's if this look. has anything to do with being urinated on, I'll, ta- I'll handle the answer. All right. Hi. I got this one. Hi. Uh, Jack Billings here. So uh, I was wondering, guys, there's something that's impacting my neighborhood. Johnny T. He's a smoking teenager. Mm. He leaves litter now, all when you over say, the block. Now, when you say smoking, do you mean smoking hot or do you mean that he smokes... Cigarettes. Oh, the cigarettes, those death sticks. So he's not smoking hot. Well, I'd imagine he would be with this heat, Brian. Mm. Come on. <laughs> Good call back to the heat wave. Well done. I should podcast. Mm. At any rate. So you've got this kid. He's smoking cigarettes. You don't like it. And littering? Yeah. Littering the neighborhood? Possible vandalism? Have you reached out to his parents? See, the problem with that is I can't figure out who his parent and or guardian is. Have you, and here's an idea. Have you thought of following him one day when you see him smoking cigarettes in the neighborhood and basically trying to keep maybe 10, 15, 20 paces behind him and figure out where he goes to eventually he's going to go home? Yes, actually, I have thought of that. I hired a guy named Dylan to follow him around. And what did Dylan charge you? Oh, I paid Dylan to do all sorts of things. Okay, I think we're no longer worried about the town smoker. Now we're trying to figure out with Dylan, what are the things you pay him to do, Jack? Oh, you know, clean up the neighborhood, write down my dreams, sleep in my attic. Okay, now I'm. how old is Dylan, if I may ask? Michael, do you know how old Dylan is? He, I mean, he's like 20, 22. Okay, so the so the police are not the the we're he not getting the authorities booze? involved. Have you ever paid him to take his clothes off? Dylan? Yes. <laughs> no, weird. Just making sure. Just making sure. I want to know the people that I surround myself with, and I really appreciate you coming out for this. So, so what exactly is the question at hand? Yeah, basically. Where what, are we would going? You, what would you guys suggest to, you know, help keep my neighborhood spick and span, deter this teen? Brian, you're big into gentrification. Maybe you can, uh, you can help Jack out here. I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to say, I'm going to say send Dylan back. <laughs> really? Send him back. Send, okay, apparently we are not a room full of Trump supporters because I was going to say we send Dylan back to the country he came from. Um, I think that's a touchy subject for some right now. Apparently so. Possibly. Apparently so. it's still a good option. Do you know where he comes from? Dylan? Yes. All I know is he dropped out of high school. Uh, Well, he's on a bad path already, so he'll probably... They'll probably end up dead in a few weeks. Have I would, you ever just, thought I would of, just let natural selection play itself out. Have you ever thought of just planting cocaine in his uh, bicycle so you can call the cops when you see him and have him arrested? 
I did that. Oh, have you ever thought of putting it in his front pocket? Next time you see him, just slide a packet of cocaine in his front pocket. Oh, I think that's the only way we can handle yeah, this Dylan I mean, situation. Once the, the, the facts that, you know, in this country show, once you get somebody into the criminal justice system, they're not getting back out. Um, so Recidivism is, a, is, is incredibly high. It is. So especially I, I think, in Ohio. I've, and, I've done and, the research. You know, I understand uh, in Ohio, you're not that far from West Virginia. I say you go get some of the wasp spray meth. Wasp you plant spray. it on Dylan, and yes. then you call the cops, and then that's what we call problem solved. All right. Well, thank you for your question, Brian. I think uh, listener questions worked out quite well. We're, I think this could be a regular bit. We're burning through our time here at the festival. We've got about 10 or 15 minutes left. We've got a few things left to go here. Is there anything in particular you wanted to get to? Um, what else do we have? Should we I do, know uh, you've, you've got a list. We, we, do we want to do topics or do we want to do our, uh, our musical selection? I think we've got to do music right now. Exactly. If for nothing else, it mortifies my wife when I do this. It's a nice side effect. One of the things that we like to do on this podcast, as I'm sure everybody in this room knows, is a song parody. Yes, every now and then. It's, it's in our blood. It's in our DNA. Now, I particularly prefer to do mine that are uh, oriented around celebrities. You do, your, you do your slow away. jam obituaries. Yes, Love doing become my slow very, jam very popular. Obituaries. Unfortunately, no one big died this week. Nobody died this week. Really heartbreaking. Yes. Really heartbreaking to me, which meant that... Now the burden was on your shoulders it to was. do a song parody. Now, we've got some platinum releases from before uh, to refresh the memories of some of you that may not be anyway, regular Anyway, we can play a couple clips. I mean, we, uh, our first big one was uh, Tariff Man, of course. We weren't the kind of place to prison your kids. Right on key. God damn, I, I, I'm, I get moist. Just we'll do that me. and worse. So that was a little, I was kind of channeling a little Elton John and William Shatner, both at the same time. Of course. And, and how many people can, can, can connect those two worlds? Not many. Not many. When I, see two Venn di- when I see a Venn diagram, Elton John, William Shatner, they meet at one point. They that do. one point is your pretty face. <laughs> um, of course, our big follow-up hit was, Brian, you remember. It was, I don't remember. It was our remake of uh, Fly Me to the Moon. Of course. Fly me to the moon, which as you know, is part of Mars. Hold on while I write a check to another porn star. So uh, I mean, That was a great one. That, I mean, it was a classic. I don't know how you top that. I mean, I put on my velvet uh, smoking jacket, had a little uh, whiskey, and... Uh, it was just, it was just, it felt right. Did you have like a... Uh, An ascot. A, yes, that's what ooh, they call those. Fa- yeah, fancy. Yeah. I, that's, see, that's, that's the difference between you and I. You do it right. I, I try. I do my best. So uh, I, I put pen to paper over the last couple of weeks, uh, did my best. Uh, we'll see. It's still a work in progress, I think. But we will, we will try it out here tonight and see how it goes. Time but, to put it on wax. Yes. And Brian, world premiere. So we have a lot of uh, a lot of people running for president on the Democratic side of the ticket so far. It may be tough for you to keep all of them straight. So it's a little ditty that I'm sure um, you'll be singing once you leave here and go home to wherever you come from. Election time back again, 2020's round the bend Here's a list of everyone running for the Dems 
Joe Biden's grabby, Bernie Sanders crabby. Both are old, would they live through their first term? And you'll get to know the, the lyrics after a while. You can sing along if you want. If you want to have them tattooed. Liz Warren knows her stuff, but is she electable? Most only ask that because she lacks a penis. Same with Kamala, she's a debate brawler. Truth be told, they both have more balls than the rest. Who are we gonna vote for? There is just so many, there's still more than 20. Who are we gonna vote for? They're already debating, Lord, it's so damn grating. Cory Booker's vegan, some say that he likes men, but that lucky bastard dates Rosario Dawson. Governor Inslee, he runs Washington, keeps warning everyone the climate wants to kill us. Castro ran HUD, Beto has become a dud, and they both like to habla espanol. Klobuchar's hanging in, Tim Ryan was first to leave, Bill de Blasio is so goddamn dull. Gabbard's extreme, Yang has its own gang. Budigag sings okay, but nothing rhymes with Budigag. Who are we gonna vote for? Our country's burning and my stomach's churning. Who are we gonna vote for? Come election day, we're screwed either way. Hickin' Looper Delaney, Williamson is zany, Swalwell, Gillibrand, Bennett, and now Steyer. Despite what the polls show, if there's one thing that we know, Democrats will screw it up, which means four more years of Trump. Who are we gonna vote for? Between me and you, is this the best we can do? Who are we gonna vote for? Campaign ads go on and on and on and on. This is a little fade out here, a little dramatic fade out. And that's all I got so far, so I don't know if it's any good or not, but... Oh. You all are too kind. Ron, Ron, Ron. Another (laughs) masterpiece. Dare I say, I think that you're finally ready to start putting these up on on Apple Music. Would you call it a banger? I would say um, this is going to get the streets burning. Burning, Yes. All right. Yes. I expect um, uh, low-riding um, Honda Accords, windows rolled down, bass thumping, your voice expressing into the streets. I mean, who are we going to vote for? The, the kids will love this. There is really nothing better than referencing a 90s song to stay relevant. Of course. That's the way I look at it. Of course. That's why we're white men in our 40s. I mean, the world... <laughs> The world needs to know what we have to offer. All right. uh, We are in the the home stretch here, just about ready to wrap it up. Any final thoughts? I've got tons of thoughts. (laughs) Why don't you share some of them? All right, Ron. I really uh, am drawing a blank right now. So uh, I'd like to say, first off, say I'd like to thank everybody for coming out. Um, Give yourselves a round of applause. Absolutely. Come on now. Yeah. I mean, this was was important. I mean... This I mean, we had so many different places we could have done this podcast. <laughs> That's true. Um, and for us to, to to embrace the Philadelphia Podcast Festival, more importantly, at least to me in my heart, the way the Philadelphia Podcast Festival and the community here embraced us. I have to admit, it was shocking that we made the festival. Shocking how? Well, we filled out the application just really to have a, a bit on one of our episodes. We were looking uh, to kill some time. Never thinking that we would actually get accepted into the festival. And yet here we are. And then we got accepted, and it was a mix of uh, excitement and uh, fear, realizing we had to put together an entire live show, which is uh, completely different from what podcasts usually are. 
And yet, here we have, I dare I say, successfully knocked out our first podcast Crushed festival. Crushed it? I would say we did a little Nailed crushing. Nailed it? Yeah. I mean, we are the... I mean, we didn't pee on. We didn't pee on a leg. We didn't pee on a leg. Um, that did not happen. Day's still early. But I think after we, after we stop recording, we'll do that because we don't really want evidence of that. If only there was a leg in this room that we could pee on. I mean, we'll have to ask. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, you know, like a dogs where they walk down the street looking for, you know, fire hydrants of other dogs have, have urinated on. I feel like if there was a leg that had recently been urinated on, that would somehow draw the uh, uh, attention of my, your, your like maybe right. we could get the whole room. Maybe even the ladies can, can, can get involved. I mean, I think what's going to be even worse is now our, our, our pee is going to smell like pickle juice. Mm, no, this has left a disgusting taste <laughs> in my mouth. I, after, as soon as we are done here, let's meet at the bar. I could use something to cleanse the palate. But thank you to the, the folks at uh, Tattooed Mom. Uh, Lovely great folks. Host Love the and folks sponsor. Here. Great drinks. Uh, make sure to tip your bartenders and servers before you head out today. Um, also, a special thanks again to the Everything is Awesome podcast for supplying the audio equipment that we are using today. They are awesome. They are awesome, no doubt. They will be on at, uh, I believe, 730 tonight. They're closing out today at Excellent. Tattooed Mom. We've got the Philadelphia Soccer Show coming up next at 130. 30. Which is which is what I like about these guys is that they have introduced me to the world of Philadelphia soccer. That's true. Two things I never would have put together. I think of Philly. I think of the Eagles. I think of the Phillies. I think of the Philadelphia Soul. Do you think of people eating horseshit after their team wins world championship? A little bit. A little, little bit. A little, little bit. A little bit. Little bit. Right. I don't think of Philadelphia and soccer. Now I do. All because the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. And that's, at the end of the day, what podcasting is for, bringing people together. It's making those connections. It's hitting the pavement. But most importantly, it's being a fucking savage being in a, a fucking, fucking box. A fucking savage in the box. That's what it's all about. All right. Well, we're getting ready to roll out of here. Thank you, everybody, again for coming on out today. Give yourselves a round of applause. To this love live you. edition of the Ron and Brian podcast. Ron, as Brian, as always, love you, my friend. No, I love you more. Oh.